Yo, what is up everybody? This is Gerald from the Guy Talk Podcast. It has been a long time. It has been a hot minute. Um, yeah. Life has been very uh, uh, packed, difficult. There's been a huge shift in time and uh, schedules and all this stuff. And it's been taking me way longer than I thought um, to adjust to it it's uh it hasn't been easy uh, you know there's been a lot of challenges which I'll talk about later um, but working nights and sleeping all day is not uh, ideal it's not natural uh, so that's one of the main reasons why uh, the podcast hasn't been uh, going as frequently as it has been in the past. And I apologize for that. But uh, today, uh, I just felt like podcasting has been a minute. Uh, it's been long overdue and I just kind of wanted to get on here and talk about a few things. Um, going forward, I don't know what the schedule is going to be like. I don't, I, I can't give you a, a exact uh, schedule or time frame or upload period or whatever. I'm just going to, you know, if you see it, you see it. If you don't, you know, uh, just be patient. And hopefully uh, that means I'm going to be working on uh, something else coming out soon. Um, yeah, there's been so many things to happen uh, since the last time I recorded. Uh, I don't have time to go over every single thing. And at this point, I'm sure most of you have heard, you know, most of the news. Uh, so there's no point in, in going that far back. Uh, but are, there are some interesting things I want to talk about. Uh, so let's get into it. First, let me start by opening this beer. Uh, yeah, we're going to do this tonight. <sighs> yeah, I have a little drink. Uh, a little blue moon. Yeah, um, where should I start? Uh, la, 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 la. Let me start with something that many of you, uh, probably saw on my Facebook uh, already and that is um, uh, my son uh, yeah like I said you know this whole this whole uh, changing jobs thing is been difficult um, you know my shift starts at 7pm and get off at 7 a.m. So I'm doing 12-hour shifts overnight. It's uh, it's not, like I said, ideal. It's not natural. And what happens is um, when I come home around 7.30 or whatever it is, uh, I stay up for maybe an hour hour and a half and then after that I crash I have to go to sleep around that time around 
9 o'clock in the morning just so I can get some, you know, some sleep. So that means, uh, for the most part, my wife will make junior breakfast. Um, so I come home to breakfast with junior East and then one of the two of us uh, usually make him a lunch, put it in a Ziploc bag, uh, some orange slices or some apple slices or something, uh, fill this cup up with water or juice or something, and he's kind of pretty much on his own for the day. Um, a lot of the time, I like to sleep on the couch where he's watching TV, so just in case something happens, I'm like right there, because if, otherwise, if I go in my room, anything could happen, and, and I'm a super heavy sleeper, um, who knows if he'll be able to open the door if something happened, so, yeah, and with that being said, it's like, damn, um, not being able to spend too much quality time with my son on my uh the days I work. Fortunately for me, you know, my schedule is so short, um, that it's not like it's that way all the time. It's just, you know, three days a week where it's a challenge and then the rest of the week is fine and then the next week it's only two days or something like that. So, you know, there's, there's, uh, it's not all just, I come home and he's left to himself and he's just, you know, sitting in front of the TV for eight hours a day. But on those days that I do work, it, that's pretty much it. Uh, so with that being said, it's like, no, fuck. I don't like it. It you know, it makes me feel bad. Uh and most importantly, he's not learning anything. He's not even if I put the T V on uh YouTube and play it through the T V and uh put it on educational stuff. Oh um YouTube has this stupid way of lumping all their videos together to where you think that even if you go to a specific channel and a specific playlist on a YouTuber's channel and you you say play all from this playlist what will happen is once the video is done a random video that kind of meets that criteria could potentially play. And that's what usually happens. Um, there's this guy that has a channel. His name's uh, Blippi. Uh, most of you parents out there probably know who he is if you got like really young kids. But Blippi, he is uh, B-L-I-P-P-I. Uh, he's one of those corny, blues cluesy type of uh, 
guys that's just over the top. Ha ha ha, guys, ha This is hella weird, you know. But kids love him. And he has a lot of educational videos from learning alphabets, numbers, uh, 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 just words and and uh, uh, jobs and colors and all these different things. Um, he has all these videos and there's a fucking fly in here. It's pissing me off. Um, he has all these videos that are educational and, you know, I like them because it keeps my son's attention and and he's learning something. Uh, at least, you know, I would assume he is because of the content. But because of the way YouTube is, you could put the playlist on of all the educational videos and then somewhere down the road, it will kind of switch gears and get off of that person's videos and go to a different set of videos and then once you're on a different set of videos then it's kind of free reign and then you'll find yourself just way far left or right from where you started um, your playlist yeah. excuse me well, I'm recording this late at night uh, even though I'm up at night yeah, I'm still still trying to get adjusted. So I still yawn a little bit. But uh anyway. Uh my son's been just kinda free floating and I haven't been liking it. And uh I've been wanting to make sure, you know, he goes to school next year. Uh preschool. And I want him to be ready for it. I don't want him to be uh, the one kid that can't read, can't write, doesn't know his letters, doesn't know colors, doesn't know this and that. So, you know, um, it's, it's a challenge for me and his mom to teach him. Anybody with kids knows teaching your own kids is damn near impossible. It's it is not it is not easy at all because you sit here and you watch this little person that you know you're helping to raise and you see them struggle and you help them and then they continue to struggle and you help them then after the tenth time it's like bruh is my kid stupid? My kid dumb? And those are thoughts that nobody wants to have. But that's the fact of the matter. Like, when you keep teaching your kid or telling your kids the same things over and over, like, this is the letter Q, or this is the letter X, or this is whatever, and this is that, this is the color green. And then you, you put that object or color or letter or number, whatever, in front of them. And then they just get it completely wrong. It's just enough to pull your hair out. It will literally have you calling your therapist, uh, begging for an emergency section. 
or session um, before you hurt yourself because it's it's that uh, it's that serious <laughs> sometimes uh, I hate to admit it but it's like fuck um, one of those situations was today when uh, I had my son uh, he you know had to take a shower and this is what kills me is that they could do something every day um, but they still manage to fuck it up as if this is their first time doing it when you do these things every day but today I gave him a shower this morning and he's four he's not uh, an older kid he's still single digits but four years old is he's old enough to get himself dressed he's old enough to brush his teeth but of course we go behind them and, and rebrush them to make sure they're they're clean um, uh, he's old enough to clean his room you know it's just putting the toys in the toy bin and pushing the bin under your bed you know it's simple things it's not super out of his realm of possibilities um, and mind you these are things that he does every day but I give him a shower today and uh, like I said he's he's old enough to bathe himself so I leave him in the bathroom with everything he needs he has his loofah he has his soap the water's on um, I tell him every day, okay, get the loofah wet, put the soap on there, rub it in, make sure it's really good, then wash your body. Leave him in there five minutes, the shower running, uh, you know, give him his privacy, come back five minutes later, and he's just standing in the water. So I'm like, okay, um, hey, bro, what are you doing? Um, and then he grabs the soap. I'm like, okay. Now, what's next? So, um, uh, I get it wet. Say what? Nah, man, get the, get your loofah. Get that wet. Then you rub the soap onto the wet loofah. Get it soapy. Set the soap down. Wash your body. And these are things that we go through all the time. And every single day, he behaves as if this is the first time he's ever heard this news. The first time that he's ever done it, even though he's done it a hundred times already. Um... It's just really strange. And, you know, it goes the same way when he puts his clothes on. Um, I posted today that it took me... Like, I didn't even realize I was taking this long on this this uh, project until I looked over and uh, my Xbox has 
turned off, shut all the way down. And I look at the, the time, and I'm like, oh shit, it's been like 35 minutes already. And I've been trying to teach this kid how to button his pants. It's one of those snap buttons where it just clicks in, a little bit of pressure, squeeze, and it, it locks itself in. He could not do that. One button on his pants after 35 minutes of me sitting there trying to get him to do it. I was losing my patience. I was getting so frustrated. I was like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? Ah, man. Kids are a beautiful thing, but also, also, some of the biggest headaches, most, like, this is why moms and dads' hair turns gray early, and why dudes go bald early, because it's just stress from these kids. Like I said, it's great. It's amazing to to have them. It's it's stress. That's all it is. It's stress. Stress from. Are they gonna get this finally? This one thing that I want them to do. Are they gonna get it finally? I we I told them and I told them a hundred times. Are they gonna finally get it? Nope. I guess I need to tell them a hundred on one. It's just, it's stress. It's so aggravating. It's so, it's the biggest challenge. It's the biggest challenge. I sound like a, just a uh, a damaged individual <laughs> like I'm somebody with PTSD or something talking about Iraq and Iran and all that good stuff but it's a lot like that it's just I can't believe the things that I see sometimes it's like my son's favorite thing to do is he never likes going to bed like most kids never even if he's tired he don't like it but I always tell him oh you got 15 minutes before bed 10 minutes before bed 5 minutes before bed I remind him so it's not a shock it's not just like oh go to bed it's I've been telling you and I've been warning you but every time it's that last minute, I'm like, okay, go put your pajamas on and get in bed. He'll go in his room. He'll take 15 minutes. Like, sometimes he's in there so long bullshitting that I forget that I even sent him into his room. 
No lie. But he'll be in his room bullshitting. And I'm I'm like, damn, didn't I? Like he should have been he should have been asleep like fifteen minutes ago. What's going on? As soon as I walk in the door, he's it's one or two things. Either he's doing something completely different than what I asked him to do, which was go get your pajamas and, and get dressed. Or he's pretending to look through the drawer as if he has a million clothes in there where he's trying to match up these pants to that shirt. That's how, and he does it super slow. That That's his move. Those two things. Either he's going to do something completely different that I asked him, or he's going to pretend that he's looking for it, and he's going to do it very slowly, and he's going to pretend as if he doesn't know what his pajamas are. So I have to go in there, and I'm like yelling, like, what are you doing? You... What you know where your pajamas are? You know how to get dressed. What are you doing? Why are you not dressed? Why are you not doing? And this is what I I dislike the most about kids. Their answer for stuff is the question that you asked them. <laughs> uh, why are you not dressed? Because because what? Because I'm not dressed. What? What's taking you so long? Uh, because because what? Because um, I'm taking so long. Huh? Like, am I am I am I crazy? Did I did I have a stroke? Am I suddenly not understanding English words and? Humans speak anymore? Like, I could have sworn I just asked you why you didn't do what I asked, and your answer is because I didn't do what you asked. Ah, oh, man. Being a parent is the greatest job in the world. Have a kid, they said. Have two or three. My mom got the nerves to say she want me to have fucking twins. I won't have another goddamn kid ever again in life. Never. I cannot do it. I hope and 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 wish for nothing more than my kids, all of them, to be over the age of eighteen. That's it. Because once that's the case, get the fuck out. I don't want to talk to y'all for the rest of this year. I don't want to see you until your 19th birthday. Thank you and goodbye. That type shit. But anyway, uh, what are we talking about, kids? Let's, let's do a natural segue to... Uh, Vagina. Yeah, let's talk about vagina. Uh, y'all see what I did there? You know, kids, vagina, you know, babies come out of vagina. Yeah, you you'll get it later. But anyway, um, 
we're not just going to talk about regular vagina. We're going to talk about good vagina. And what I mean by that is like that top shelf vagina. Not a pretty face or a banging body or um, all those intangibles that make you really like uh, a young lady, uh, a, a woman or whatever. Uh, I'm talking about just the the thing in between her legs that some women classify as good vagina. Not just women, but men too. I want to tell the world that good vagina is a myth. It does not exist. Let, let me say it again. Hear me. Good vagina is a myth. It does not exist. Tell them. Talk to them. Preach. Church. All of that. Um, here's why I believe that. Uh... My thinking is most vagina is good. Uh, I think that uh, good vagina is not rare, which means it's not it's not really a thing. It's just normal vagina, right? It's just normal vagina. Now, bad vagina is real. And it's as rare as people who think good vagina is. Now, remember, good vagina is not a, really a thing. It's just normal vagina. But bad vagina is a thing. And bad vagina could be anything from obviously STDs or smell or just um, non-lubricated. Just it, it just doesn't get uh, moist in there. Let's use the nastiest word in the human dis dictionary. Moist it is very dry and <laughs> you know what I'm saying up in there. Uh, if a dude got a <laughs> on it, you know, two, three, four, five times to get that joint rocking. That's not good vagina. Uh, yeah, you you got an issue where your vaginal walls don't secrete moisture or or liquid in order to lubricate your vagina. Um, which makes your vagina bad. It's just not, I don't really want to say bad, but it's just not good. Um, AKA normal. Which makes, you know, sex not very pleasurable. Uh, and I'm sure you guys are wondering, why is he talking about vagina? And why is there not a woman around to clarify that why is there not a woman that can go back and forth? Uh, because this is guy talk. 
and this is my show, it's my episode, and I don't want to talk to no woman right now. I want to talk my shit. All right, that's what. That's why. But I had an interesting back and forth conversation with uh, some uh, females on Facebook, and uh, it was this good vagina um, debate, and the debate started with a video of this dude uh, caught on security cam, I guess, at at his girlfriend's uh, apartment, like, knocking on the door, beating on it, you know, horse kicking it, trying to get into the apartment, uh, yelling stuff, like, why are you playing with me? Why are you doing me like this? Uh, Stop playing with me. You know, you know I love you, blah, blah, blah. I'll fucking kill you. Just weird ass shit. And, you know, that within itself is, you know, it's whatever. But then, one of these females had to say, uh, well, that's what good pussy will do to you. And I was like, nah, nah. Nah, good pussy, like, again, it's a myth, it doesn't exist, there's just regular pussy, which is good, it's just regular, um, but, you know, I just, I strongly disagree, like, uh, no, um, nah. I, I've yet to meet a person who has ever done anything like that or has ever told me that they've done anything like that. Um, what I see there is just a unstable dude. You know what I mean? There's, that has nothing to do with her vagina. Um, and... You know, she would rebut it with, well, yeah, you should ask my friend, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, I don't really need to ask your friend, you know. No, it's just, that's just a corny dude. He's crazy. He's not stable. That's all that is. That has nothing to do with your vagina. And uh, then the other girl came in, timed in, well, yeah, 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 blah, 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 blah. Say her peace, and yeah, they be threatening us, and da, da, da. You should see some text messages that I had back in the day, and I'm like, okay, again, these these are unstable, weak-minded men. You know what I mean? This this is not for me. This is really not up for discussion. It's like it it, it it's just not. It's just not a thing like I told him that saying that a woman saying she got good pussy is is the equivalent of a man lying about his dick you know what I mean it's just it does not exist I know Harlem Knights got a lot of women out there thinking about you know thinking that they got sunshine pussy no you don't uh the type of pussy to make you call home and tell your wife you ain't never coming back. No. Uh, no. It's just, it just don't really happen like that. 
It just don't. And if on the off chance, off the on the off chance it did happen, you talking about a point zero one percent of all vagina can do that. So therefore, it is a myth. It's an urban legend. It is so unlikely that it's damn near impossible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to hear from the fellas. I want to. I want to know if y'all have ever been wowed by some vagina that you ever had. And I'm not talking about the sex. I'm not talking about. Um, the skill or the vigor of what you know your sexual partner was able to do um their experience level that was just on a different level from anything you ever had before that I'm not talking about that I'm ta- I'm talking about simply the moment you dip your stick in how how did it differ from that chick to the last like was that feeling so spectacular that if you were blindfolded and you got lined up 10 different vaginas you would be able to instantly tell the difference between vagina 1 through 10 like come on man it's just the only thing that makes vagina good that perception of good is when it's new when it's a vagina you've never experienced or you've never had it or or you haven't had it in a very long time that that excitement of whoo you know what i mean like that's the only time and and don't give me that either i want to know like consistently if you smash somebody, you know, 10 times plus, and every time that you was in it, you you uh, saw the, the heavens open up, and that sort of type of shit, because I've never heard anybody talk about that, I've never experienced that, so therefore, I don't think it exists, because if it did... We would know who got it. Guys talk more than females. We would know who got it. I'm sorry. That's just that's just the truth of the matter. So uh, going forward, I, I don't want to hear uh, good pussy no more. Um, just say I have adequate pussy and um, very normal uh, levels of moisture and uh, elasticity. And um, if if you want to partake, I will guarantee that uh, you have a good time from you ladies. That's all I want to hear from the ladies. Say that. I know it's a mouthful. We'll work it out. You know, we'll workshop it and we'll get it tight, you know, pun intended. Um, and we'll make sure it makes sense. But just going around saying you got that good, good. I don't want to hear that. Because it's, it's not real. Alright. Um, yeah. Oh, let me have a drink. I forgot my beer.
Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I touched on my uh, job a little bit earlier, and I wanted to just give an update. Uh, the job is a job. It's very. Um, it's very difficult in really one way and one way only really right now and that's um boredom it, it's it has a lot of uh boredom attached to it it's uh, now i'm used to coming from a job where uh i'm constantly working all day long just you know from start to finish the only time I stop is during my breaks um, you know for as miserable as that sounds it's also kind of a blessing because your day goes by faster when you're doing something when you're active but if you have a job where there's a lot of downtime and standing around it makes your days or in my case nights go by super slow um yeah so my job i basically help uh an operator who runs a printing press uh that where we print labels and all the like the entire design of a bag um that you will find in a grocery section or uh i just found this out but our company makes like chip bags and there's another location that does um the little sugar and salt packets that you see on restaurant tables or diners or whatnot um yeah, we like the company I work for does a lot of that stuff. So it's just a, a giant printing press. And my job is to help the operator of that printing press. And um, that, the job entails, you know, me running to grab inks and um, Taking the rolls, the uncut, you know, uh, rolls of film that just got printed, taking them out of the machine, wrapping them up in plastic, taping it together, banding it up, putting it on pallets, uh, or wrapping the pallet. So my job doesn't really entail much, you know, kind of like a little bit of janitorial work. You know, if there's a spill on ink, you know, we can't have him do it. Because he has to watch the machine. The machine's always moving, doing something crazy. Uh, he's the operator. He has to have hands-on and eyes on that machine to make sure that, you know, one little defect goes unnoticed and you run the entire order. Um, you're talking about thousands and thousands of dollars down the drain. So he has to be very hands-on and observant um, to... To the printing so he can't pick up spills even though he dropped it or he spilt it so my job is to come behind him and clean up the mess and all that stuff is 
it's it's really just a bunch of manual labor maintenance uh janitorial type shit it's not too difficult it's really easy actually um but i can't say that i love it just because of what i said earlier there's a lot of downtime and it is boring when you're working in an unnatural um shift overnight and it's 2 a.m and you finish running the job and it takes two hours to set up the next job and uh clean the you know you gotta clean the machine pull out all the parts put in the new parts and then uh, start prepping that and and then it's a process of lining everything up putting the right amount of inks and ink pressure and blade pressures and this and that and it's you know it's a process so just standing back and watching him set up the machine and and get the print fine-tuned you know you're talking two to three hours in between this one order to the next order so if I'm on top of my shit I can get my stuff done within an hour hour and a half and then for the next hour and a half I'm just kind of sitting there twiddling my thumbs um, and then I get tired and then it's like fuck this is boring anyway that's that's the job uh, anybody listening that has a uh, uh, better job out there more exciting uh, that's not too difficult you know, hit me up. I'm looking for at least $20 an hour. I need that. Uh, what's next? Um, let's jump into some of my headlines. Uh, the Mueller report came out uh, during my little hiatus here. Uh, he just did a press conference today. Robert Mueller. You know, the big thing that he was saying that, you know, if... Donald Trump, uh, if they were confident that Donald Trump colluded, they would be bringing forth charges, but they can't say for sure that he didn't, but there just wasn't enough evidence to prove that he he did, so it's kind of like a wash. Um, my only issue with the Robert Mueller report is that it wasn't mandatory Nobody made it mandatory, not Congress, not the FBI, uh, anybody in any type of executive position. Nobody made it mandatory for the president to have to uh, speak with Robert Mueller. They basically ran the whole investigation around him. They talked to everybody else except for him and they called it good in my opinion how could the uh the case be concluded without talking to him you know he's an idiot he would have said something dumb and would have you know spilled the beans on himself so 
how is it that they allowed him to get away with not having a conversation with that man I don't I don't know um, that's my only real issue with that uh, report as far as I know you know I haven't gotten deep into it but that's it um, what else what else what else uh, lo, 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 lo. Oh, new Rambo movie. New Rambo movie. Uh, Stallone, old as shit, still out there trying to fight dudes a quarter of his age. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I haven't really liked any Stallone movies uh, recently. The last time he really even looked decent to me was a Creed movie, number one. Um. Yeah. Uh. So. That's my take on that. Uh. I did watch it today though, and. Uh. I was pissed because it brings me into my next topic, which is, uh, the song, that's sweeping the nation that I absolutely hate. I hate hearing it. I hate that when I do hear it, it gets stuck in my head. And that's the Old Town Road uh, by Little Nas X. Um, I posted today that the only Nas I acknowledge is uh, Nas Nas Nasir uh, Jones. Um, yeah. Because this little Nas X dude and then this bitch ass song. I'm tired of hearing that shit. I'm tired of looking at black cowboys. I'm tired of I'm just tired of the country twang. I'm gonna take my horse down the old time road. I'm gonna shut your bitch ass up. I'm tired of that shit. Uh, and that song was in the trailer for Rambo. It was really weird. Um, they did not have Lil Nas X sing it. They had some white dude covered. Um, it wasn't good. Uh, I don't like that song and I would really like to not ever hear it again for the rest of my life. Um, what's new? Uh, I just saw a headline that J.K. Rowling is working on new books for Harry Potter. Uh, I think she said ebooks or something like that. Uh, she wants to continue telling more of the story, getting deeper in depth, more... Uh, Excuse me. More in-depth uh, content, deeper into their past and into their uh, characteristics and blase blase. Um, I gotta say that I am not feeling that shit. Um, the books were kind of a masterpiece on their own. They are kind of legendary in literature. Uh, I know that. When you talk about books and all that good stuff, it's uh, kind of taboo to praise uh, young adult books and children books like that. But a good story is a good story, whether it's for kids and young adults or if it's for adults. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, so... I don't want her to keep continuing to do that stuff. Just let it go. Um, what else is uh, there? Oh, the last thing. 
is I've been losing faith in um, friendships and community, man. Uh, the reason why I say that is um, I have my condo um, and I've been trying to do some repairs around the house, do some upgrades and all this stuff. And, you know, create value so that when I go to sell this place, I can get more out of it um, than I invested. Um, and part of that is uh, in my backyard, I cut down two uh, dead-ish trees. Um, and I'm also putting in a sidewalk. Um that would make it easier to get in and out of the backyard uh, instead of walking on uneven dirt uh, that, that has a little slope to it and all this and that. Um, so I had the idea of putting the sidewalk in. So I asked a bunch of people. I even put the post out on Facebook. I know uh, some of you may have seen it. Uh, people said that they were going to come through and help and you know do all these things uh, people with experience people without experience they just wanted to be there and be an extra set of hands um, but the day of not a soul showed up and I mean not a soul not one person showed up to help like they said they would uh so when shit like that happens, yeah, I lose faith in, in people and especially in, in uh, friendships um, and community. Uh, it's just one of those things, man, where it's like when you say you're going to do something for somebody, um, you have to try your very best to do it. Uh, that's why, for the most part, I never, like, for the most part, I try not to uh, confirm things uh, because I just don't know if I'll be able to make it. I may today feel like, yeah, I'm going to make it, but then something could happen where um, my wife forgets and has to schedule herself for work, and this place that I need to go is not kid friendly so I can't bring my son with me uh, if you don't know uh, my wife and I have one vehicle that we share you know so if she has to go to work and she doesn't schedule herself to be off to watch our son and there's this thing I have to do where somebody asks me to show up to I'm sorry I can't do that now I tend to let people know in advance or I, you know, tell them right off rip, hey, I'm going to give you a yes, but a very tentative yes. Don't hold me to that yes um, because I don't know. Things may change. Something may come up. Blase, blase, right? So I always kind of keep it like that. Or people tell me there's this thing, 
what's going on, this event, this birthday, yada, yada, yada. I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. What day? Uh, well, I, I never really confirm because I just don't know. I, and also, it's possible that I just might not feel like it, which is, in my opinion, okay, too. But when, I don't know, I guess when I'm sitting there counting on people to show up because I don't have the experience in doing this shit. And it's not that I'm uh, unable to just do it. And I'm, like, I'm not afraid to just do it. But I'm also not stupid. I don't want to start pouring concrete as a one-man job solo and then find myself uh, doing a bad job because, you know, concrete might have set up too fast or, you know, I'm trying to mix these different individual bags of concrete. The consistencies are off. They're not matching up. They're not lining up together. So one might be too dry one might be too wet I'm trying to figure out the mixtures and all this stuff and also I'm trying to I needed to put the frame together to you know where we're gonna pour the concrete into and you gotta get it level and if you guys saw my yard it's, it's unbelievable how many rocks are in my yard my soil is like 50% dirt nope I'm gonna take that back I'm gonna say my my uh, yard is probably 40% dirt and 60% rock is that much rocks in my yard so as I'm digging this out by hand mind you with a shovel, um, I'm running into so many rocks and boulders, really. There's boulders in there. And, yeah, uh, I did it mostly by myself. My wife helped a little bit um, when I needed a little bit of a break. And she took care of some of it. And, uh... Yeah, trying to do the framework by myself and trying to level it and drill stuff and all that. It was just too much for one person to do. And um, I was just really disappointed in the fact that I had uh, probably like five people say that they would help me, uh, but not one of them showed up, not one of them called me except for my uh except for one person and they called me later on that afternoon when I told everybody that I was going to get started at nine AM. So I got up early, made breakfast for everybody, ate, um got out there, started putting all the materials out outside, getting everything together. Nine o'clock shows up no one no one's here no text no calls uh 9 30 10 
It's like, well, fuck it. They're not coming. And I'm not the type of person to call and and text you after I've already made that initial agreement with you. Because with me, that's not how I operate. I don't need people to call me and tell me, hey, uh, don't forget today you said you were going to come by and do the thing. Because... If I said I was going to do that, that means I already scheduled that time. I already put it in my phone calendar to make sure I'm available. Now, if something changes to where this thing happens, like I said earlier, I will let that person know. uh, Most likely the day before. So that... They're not expecting me to show up and they're not disappointed that, you know, I'm not there the day of. Uh, So, yeah, I'm losing faith in friendships and community. But there's another reason, too. Yeah, and that second reason is um, it's tough to talk about. I'm going to talk about it, but I'm not going to say any names. Uh, Just to protect somewhat this person's privacy. But I'm going to talk about some stuff that is kind of, to me, important, uh, but sensitive. Uh, And that's being the fact that I have a friend that's getting married and uh, I'm friends with his brother as well and his brother is the best man and the best man is dropping the ball on what he needs to do for his brother's wedding for the groom and uh, just all around not being a good person about it and uh, actually, my friend and his fiance actually came to me and asked if I would help out and, you know, kind of organize uh, that one special event, the bachelor party. And because I know both of these guys and I try to do a good thing, um, I try to basically make his brother seem like a superstar. I set the whole experience up. It was supposed to be a paintball experience for eight people that I paid for. Um, It was then uh, after paintball, um, the plan was to go eat together as a group out at um, either BJ's brew house or to Cheesecake Factory. And then, uh, if there was time, uh, go down to the arcade and play a bunch of games. Uh, it was, you know, simple night. Uh, my friend didn't want the typical bachelor party where it was a bunch of strippers and naked women and 
a lot of alcohol flowing. So I tried to think of something that was fun and more low key. And um, I basically set his brother up for the alley-oop and he just had to bring it home. But I found out today that he didn't do any of the things that he needed to do in order to set the bachelor party up correctly. And instead of just admitting that or admitting that he needed help or that he didn't have it, he went ahead and lied to everybody and said that, oh, we couldn't do the paintball thing because it got rained out. And um, that just wasn't true. Because I spoke to the people today uh, earlier this morning and they told me even back in February or January, whenever it was, we had those uh, big snowstorms. Even back then, they did not close. They kept the place open um, because it's out in the elements. It's outdoor. People play in the rain. People play in the snow. It's not. It's not something that's going to stop uh, the business from going. So, I found out today that uh, my friend lied to me uh, about that experience that, you know, kind of, in my opinion, just kind of tarnished my reputation um, because I was trusted to kind of handle this situation for, for my friend and instead of just doing it myself i attempted to kill two birds with one stone by doing something cool but also i thought i was helping mend a relationship but it just kind of came back and bit me in the ass because the dude is a liar he just just unnecessarily lied about it he had no reason to lie about it. Um, yeah, so I'm still kind of upset about that. Uh, so friendships are kind of rocky right now. Uh, so hopefully things get better, but if they don't, hey, it is what it is. You know, the older you get, the less and less friends it seems that you have. Um, I'm sure my funeral would be at least, you know, five to ten people. And that's my siblings and my parents included. Um, and that's basically it. I don't expect anybody else to be there. But I don't really have friends. Uh, I, keep, I keep myself really small. I got the one best friend and... Even he and I go some time without speaking or seeing each other. But the beauty of that relationship is no matter the time that goes by, we always just reconnect and it's just like, whatever. It, it doesn't feel awkward. It doesn't, you know, feel wrong. It just is what it is. We understand that we have lives. So I don't think our relationship will ever be affected uh, negatively 
but other people uh, that I know. Right? If you just, if you consistently let me down or, or whatever the case may be, it's possible that, you know, I will have to reassess our friendship. Um, and that's just one of those things that you got to do when you get older, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'm I'm done talking about the sad, depressing stuff. Um, I don't know if there's anything else that I have to mention. Is there? Is there? Is there uh, not really. So yeah, I'm gonna call it there. Um, I'm gonna call it there. Yeah, uh, that's it. It's been a minute since I've uh, done my podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I was kind of rambling and and uh, kind of just going off in my many tan- tangents that I do. But that's how we do it over here. You feel me? Um, yeah. I really don't know when I'm going to catch you guys on the next one. But until then, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.